Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays, hashtag TT. Now this episode is called Victory Over Death. Wow. Wow. What a title. What a mad title. (laughs) So our anchor scripture is Matthew 11 verse 28. Come to me, all you who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Amen. So guys... It is self-explanatory if you're going through anything. You know, we have burdens on our neck every minute of the day. You know, work this, you know, um, college this, you know, parents this, church this. We we have all these things on our minds all the time that can sometimes put pressure on us. You know, it can sometimes make us feel as though we're carrying a weight, Yeah. yeah? But God is telling you that all those who are heavy laden, go to him and he will what? give you rest he will give you rest that's an assurance that even when you're in your hardest times god is there he has your back he has your back but the question is do you trust him enough that even when you are going through things that you will actually seek him and you know what put everything at the altar and say god you know what i'm having a hard time right now how are you able to help me tell me what i need to do yeah understand yeah Yeah. thank you you know the only way you can find rest, as Sister Natasha said, is to seek God, you know. We need to understand and we need to learn that we need to let go of what we cannot have control over. 100%. We don't have control over our life entirely. Mm. So only God can lead us and guide us in the right way because Mm. he's already predestined everything for us. We said this in our previous episodes in season one. Mm. God has laid the foundation for you. But the only way you can find rest is if you let go and say, God, you know what? I trust you to take me where I need to go. Mm-hmm. I know that I can't do it by myself and I'm believing you that you would do it for you would be there and do it for me. Amen. You know, there's you, there's no one in this world that can say that they've never struggled. There's no one that can say that they've been happy every day of their life since birth. It's true. You it's know, so true. they face trials and tribulations as much as each and every person that lives on the earth. And what you're going through right now is only for a moment. The reason why you haven't been able to see your victory is because you didn't endure that moment. For you to come out back strong. I agree with that. And you know what? I've actually changed how I'm praying now. Instead of me completely asking God for um, what I currently am do now, I always say, God, let your will be be done done. why because i know that he knows what's best for me i can pray as much as i want about what i want but him and the holy spirit knows exactly what i need you know for me to actually grow for me to excel in my life we came across an amazing example of how we are currently in a world yeah where sin is constantly around us things are constantly around us that we cannot control covid happened you know no one was expecting covid to happen we live in a world which is very uncertain but as people we always want 
want to have assurance we always want to have that um certainty but I'm, I'm here to let you know now yeah that things will happen in life that will throw you off yeah it will make you feel a type of way yeah understand but you need to be strong in yourself to know that you know what even if this happens i have a god even yeah. if this happens even if i am i i think all these thoughts sometimes i have a god who's more powerful yeah. you know there is no problem that is too big for god and we have a perfect example of a guy in the bible who was angry you know and he shows us that you know what back then people felt a type of way and even today people still feel a type of way and it's okay we have times like that we're taking the scripture from jeremiah 20 verse 14 to 15 Cursed be the day in which I was born. Let the day not be blessed in which my mother bore me. Mm -mm. Let the man be cursed who brought news to my father saying, a male child has been born to you, making him very glad. And let that man be like cities which the Lord overthrew and did not relent. Let him hear the cry in the morning and the shouting at noon because he did not kill me from the womb that my mother might have been my grave and her womb always enlarged with me. Why did I come forth from the womb to see labour and sorrow that my days should be consumed with shame? You see Amen. what I'm trying to say? Amen. We always, okay, a lot of us here have those days where we just feel like, you know what, I don't want to be here. Yep. I do not want to be here. Yep. Why is this happening to me? Why am I alive? We all have these days, yeah? But it's to acknowledge that, you know what, I have this feeling, okay, cool. But are you planning to give in to it? The enemy has one plan, guys. One plan, and that's to kill, steal, and destroy. You know what he will also do as well? He will use our minds and our emotions to mm. make us feel a type of way. I'm sorry, but is there anyone out there, yeah, who have ever felt, you know what, I don't want to be here right now? You know what, there's many times, yeah, where the devil used to speak and be like, jump in front of that bus. Mm. Why are you still here? Don't go that way. Mm. Go into the pit. Mm. Go this way. Go that way. And mm. it's always... The way when he's always talking is always a way that leads to destruction. Mm. To always remove you from the world. But I realised that's what the enemy tried to do from the beginning with Adam and Eve. He tried to stop the plan that God has set in store for us. And it didn't work. At the end of the day, you need to overcome. Overcome the, the, the voices that the enemy is, is saying. Because the moment you give into it, the moment you're giving the enemy a upper hand. 100%. And how you know, yeah, that this voice is from the enemy? How? It's because he will never say anything nice to anything you. Anything nice. Anything that isn't, anything in your mind, yeah, that isn't nice, it's from the devil. I'm telling you now. He will say, you know what? You're ugly. Oh, yeah. You ain't smart. Oh, yeah. You will always fail. That's not from God. That's not from God, you know. Why? Here's an example. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So why on earth would God come in your mind and say these things? It's not him. It's yeah. the enemy. Yeah. He wants to use your mind. He wants to use everything around you to make you feel a type of way. And that's why it's so important to be in scripture every day. Every time I wake up here, the first thing I do is I, I will address my sin or my problems as a spirit. And I say, you know what? Get out of me because today is not the day. Today, I don't want to hear these things from you because I have this thing where I sometimes feel a type of way in it. I'll think, you know what? I don't want to be here no more. This ain't for me. Yeah? yeah but god has a plan for me so why on earth should i come out of this world before mm. my time yeah. where i can't even allow my, my own um generation to continue yeah you know and you know what it is yeah there's a scripture that explains everything Esclesiastes 3 mm. verse 1 
to eight. Mm-hmm. It just explains to you that there's everything. Has a there's time. a season. Mm-hmm. There's a season, a time for you to be born, a time for you to die, mm-hmm. a time to plant, a time to pluck when it what what is planted. So, you God already knows there's different. Se- you're gonna have different seasons in your life. Mm-hmm. There are times of hardship. So you need to prepare yourself and say, you know what? Whatever is coming, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I will not be moved. Mm-hmm. I will be strong. Mm-hmm. I'll be steadfast and immovable. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, if you're always saying, oh, everything's going to be great. This is going to happen. You, and you're not expecting that sometimes it might not work. Yeah. Every time you're going to feel some type of way about it. When it won't happen in the way that you expect it to happen. Yeah. 100%. I agree with you completely. I feel like... We need to be aware yeah, that even in our times of hardship, God is still working. Yeah. He's using that time of hardship to, to to mould you into the person that he wants you to be. Yeah. Yeah? It's you who has to be patient. Remember, we live in a world, yeah, where we want everything to happen quickly. We don't want to um, feel any kind of pain ever. At all. But how are we supposed to grow? You know, there's a guy who, who I was with for, for a while, and if I don't go through hurt and hardship, how would I now be able to tell my kids on how to overcome that. Yeah. You, you know? And I feel like me coming out of that has also helped me as well to grow as an individual. Yeah. If I didn't experience that, I would not have grown, you know? And I, and people will always say, oh yeah, but why do I have to experience this only for growth? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a bit, it sounds a bit silly, right? Mm. But it, when you're born, mm-hmm. you have to go through your changes of development so you can grow. Yeah. So for you to say, why do I need to go to do it through this so I can grow? It's very silly. The only way you can go forward in life is for you to learn from your experiences and better yourself so you know what to expect for next time. If you're never expectant that sometimes it might not work in your favour, you're putting you're already putting yourself out there for a lot of things to just happen and your emo- especially your emotions are going to be affected. Your mental state is going to be affected, and that's the that's the that's what the enemy used against you because he knows that you that you that's your weakness. Mm-hmm. He knows that he can use that against you. Hundred percent. If you guys don't take anything from this whole episode, the main thing that, that we want you to know about is that God loves you. Yeah. Yes, you. He loves you too. Regardless of what we do, regardless of our mistakes, regardless of anything, he knows that we are human. He knows what we um, worry about. You know, he even says, do not worry about tomorrow, you know, about the food that we eat or the clothes that we put on because he knows who we are. He knows how we how we behave, you know. He made us in our mother's womb, yeah. He's the, he's the one who knows you more than you know yourself. Yeah. You understand? So he wouldn't ever ever put anything in your in, in your way if you knew that you wasn't able to handle it. It's you who has to come out stronger than ever. How am I aware that he loves you? Here's your verse. Here's your evidence. Psalms 127 verse 3. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. Mm. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Hallelujah. Yes. You're a blessing. You are a blessing. God, you you're t- an inheritance yes. You're an inheritance, God. my friend. God planted you in your mother's womb for a reason and a purpose. Yes. It's just you need to live through your life to be able to fulfill that goal. Your life is tied to other people's life. Yeah. Understand? And for um, Quez, who's coming up soon... If he wasn't able to go through what he went through, he would not be here today to, to tell him, his yeah. testimony, you know? Sometimes we experience things so that we're able to overcome it through our testimonies to encourage other people that, you know what, yes, you went through this, but I also went through it too, and this is how I was over- able to overcome it. And it also shows that 
when you're going through hardship, you mm-hmm. know who to turn to. You know that God is always going to be there to guide you. You know yeah. that God's always going to be there to deliver you, mm-hmm. mostly deliver you. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says God will not put you to shame. He will not put you to shame, he my friend. He will not let you fall. The Bible says that uh-huh. God said that he will help you and uplift yes. you with your righteous right hand. He's yes. always there for you, but it's you that needs to take the step and acknowledge the fact that he's in. He's in with you all the time. Yes. Acknowledge his presence around you. Yes. Acknowledge the love that he has for you. Mm. A lot of the times we feel like our problems are bigger than us. Your problem is never bigger than than anything. Yeah? Your problems are... I feel like we give power to our problems. You we know, do. it may be the smallest thing ever, but because we have amplified it in our minds yet, it now seems like we cannot come out of this ever. Like, yeah. the death is the only way out right now. Yeah, because it seems like it's I the can't worst overcome thing. this. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the, the enemy plays onto that as well because he will allow things to happen to make you feel, you know what? Nope. I can't. I can't yeah. no more. Right, I'm ready it's, to give up. No, it's worse now, you know? Yeah. Like, on Tuesday was okay, but now it's Friday. Oh. And it's like, there's no way out. Right. But listen, there's always a way out. Verse, come through with, with, with the examples, yeah? Because we ain't talking out of our own mouth, yeah? We are talking according to his word. This is what God has told us, yeah? So we need to believe in what he has told us, the verse. In Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, the scripture says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now, this is the beginning to take attention to you. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Hallelujah. Amen. In all your ways, acknowledge him. When you're going through tr- situations, in all your ways, acknowledge him. When you feel like it's time to give up, in all your ways, acknowledge him. 100%. When you think you're going to fail, it's time for you to acknowledge him. It's time for you to pray. It's time for you to seek him. It's time for you to say, God, you know what? You said in all your ways, we should acknowledge you and you will direct our path. So I need you right now to intercede on my behalf, O oh Lord. Understand? Yes. And if we lead on our own understanding, this is what we think. It has happened. But is this what God has told no, you has happened? We will never no. understand the ways of God. No. If we allow God to lead us, then we will understand why we had to go through what we need to go through so he can do what he needs to do so he can be glorified. Hundred You're speaking a lot now, you know. You're speaking a lot now. <laughs> That was amazing. That was amazing. Okay, guys, without further ado, we hope that our little short piece at, at the start would have really like helped you in some kind of way. Yeah. We pray that it has impacted you, that anything that you think is too hard for you, I promise you it's not too hard. I yes. promise you it's not too hard. God will find a way through it. Put it at his altar and pray on it. Amen. So our next um, guest today is called Quez. And he talks us through his near-death experience and how God has brought him through and has enabled him to come now. He's enabled him to go home and tell his testimony. Amen. So Quez, how are you today? And could you please let us know what God has done for you? Hi, well, my name is Quez Dukes. Um, I go by Quez. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I'm a college student and I'm also a youth minister in uh, Savannah, Georgia. And um, just to share my testimony with you guys, um, if I had to title this testimony, I would call it Victory Over Death. Um, It was a day I was leaving work. And like I said, I had a lot going on. I had uh, just got into uh, college. So I had school things going on. I had things at home, things at church, things on my job. I was going through different things, trying to be promoted. It just was a lot of stuff going on. And I was feeling very stressed out. I was feeling very overwhelmed and I remember getting in my car and like I said, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes to get from my job to my house where I lived at then. And I was on the road and I was driving. And like I said, you know, I was just really going through it. I was very overwhelmed. I was very frustrated. 
it just seemed like all the problems in my life were just like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. And as I was driving, I just began to say, God, I can't do this no more. I, 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 just, I just can't do it no more. I'm, I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like I can't get a break. So I, I don't know what to do. And like, as I'm in the midst of saying all of that, I take my hands off the steering wheel. And when I take my hands off the steering wheel, I'm just like, you know what, God, wherever the car goes, I don't care. I just don't even worry about it no more because literally I don't know what else to do. So I took my hands off the steering wheel and I'm sitting here just frustrated and upset. And I'm just talking to God, saying all these things. And I took my hands off the steering wheel. And it's just amazing that the Lord allowed that car to stay on the road and not run off. So many cars were coming in the opposite direction. And the type of road that I was on, this was a road with curves in it and like different narrow ways. So it's like, it's amazing that the car did not run off into the field or run off into the plant site that was right next to the road and the car, you know, blow up or kill me or something like that. So as I'm driving up the road like that, you know, I took my hands off the wheel, like I said, and the car is still on the road. And then I happened to come up to the road that leads to my house. So I put my hands back on the wheel and I turned the car so I can get on the next road. Then I took my hands back off the wheel and I said, you know what? I'm just done. I'm just going to throw in the towel right now. I just can't do it no more. God, if the car crashes right now, that's fine. I don't care because literally I, I just don't feel you anymore. I don't know what to do. It's just so much going on. I felt so stressed out. And so immediately I took my hands off the wheel and tears was coming out my eyes. I was frustrated. I was aggravated. And I heard the spirit of God speak to me. And the spirit of God said, the flesh wants to faint, but the spirit of God that lives inside of you wants to fight. And when I heard the Holy Ghost speak that to me, I immediately put my hands back on the wheel. And I immediately turned in the driveway and I sat there and I started crying. And you know, this may not sound like a, a, a big major testimony to someone, but that means something that you can be in a situation and you can hear God in the midst of that, seeking for God's voice, wanting to know what to do in the midst of the wilderness, wanting to know what to do in the midst of this season, not knowing what to do because, I, like I said, I felt so overwhelmed. I felt so stressed out. I was pulled in many different areas. I was having different situations going on at home, different situations going on my job, trying to be the best in every area. And it just seemed like I was trying to do it all myself and not realizing my flesh, I cannot do it. Because to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So I, I couldn't do it on my own. And then I have to realize when he said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And he's supposed to be there strengthening me, not me strengthening myself. And I did not understand that at the time. So sometimes we try to take things into our own hands. And when we try to do it, we'll make a mess because we're not capable of doing it. If we were able to do it, we'd be God. But we're not able to do it. So we need his spirit to equip us and to enable us to do it. And like I said, I testify this testimony everywhere I go that I don't care what situation you're in. I don't care what season you're in. God is always there. He is there. He may not say something at the moment, but he is there. He is he's not far. He is right. He's not into you. He's right there with you through it all. And the fact that he's there, even if he doesn't say anything, the, just the fact that he's there, when he's there, victory is present. When he's there, my strength is present. When he's there, my direction and understanding is present. Everything I need is in him when he's there. And so I just had to understand that. Like, I literally tried to take it all into my own hands, and I tried to do it on my own. But as I sat in that car, I just rejoiced, and I began to praise God. And I began to feel the Holy Ghost come upon me, and I began to praise God because I heard him speak to me, and he told me that your flesh is what wants to faint. And sometimes it gets like that. Our flesh wants to faint, but our spirit that lives inside of us is what wants to fight. And so I thank God because literally 
if it had not been for me hearing the Holy Ghost speak to me that day and encourage me when I wanted to throw in the towel, when I wanted to kill myself, when I just took my hands off the wheel and said, you know, wherever the car goes, just let it go. But if it wasn't for God speaking to me, then I wouldn't be able to be speaking to you guys right now. So and that happened over like three years ago. And I'm just so I'm just so grateful that God allowed me to get to a place where I can share this testimony because some people can't share their testimony. And, and I've always tell um, the members at church, you know, you should share your testimony because if you don't share your testimony, you don't know how many people's freedom or joy or strength or breakthrough is tied up in your tongue. All by you just releasing it out of your mouth. You don't know how many people will never get set free if you just don't open your mouth and speak the word. And so, you know, I feel like it does take some growth because I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to anyone. I'm not going to tell anyone that I just woke up yesterday and I was able just to tell this testimony. Like it was kind of hard for me because I mean, I just, I've never felt myself get in a low place like that. But I'm, I'm a living witness that I don't care how low you are. I don't care what you're in. God will pick you up, pull you out and pull you through every situation. He will pick you up, pull you out and pull you through. And he will give you the Holy Ghost to be right there. First Peter 5 and 7 says, cast all your cares upon him. He cares for you. That's amazing to know that I can have all of this going on in the world. And I don't have to worry about any of it. Because there's someone that wants to lead me, guide me, and direct me through every season, through every situation, through every test, through every storm. And it's a scripture I want to read. I want to read it to you guys. Um, it's a scripture that I read every now and then. And it just comforts me. And it reminds me of the greatness of my God. And it's uh, Psalms 107. And it starts at verse 25. And it says, For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heavens. They go down again to the depths of the soul is melted because of trouble. Then it says, He maketh the storms of calm so that the waves thereof are still. Then they are glad because he make them quiet and bringeth them to their desired haven. So he's in control of the storm. And he, will, and he says right there in verse 30 that after the storm has passed, he will take it and he will bring us to our desired place. So I really believe that that storm that I went through, that season, that situation that I went through when I was in that car, he allowed me to overcome that and gave me strength to encourage someone else. Because like I said, I've never experienced anything like that. I've never experienced anything suicidal like that. But now that I've experienced it, I can witness to someone else and I can tell them that even if you're on the edge, God can pull you right back Amen. from where you're at. Yeah. And so that, that's what I have. <laughs> that was such a powerful testimony. I don't even know what to say because God is just too He good. just answered every question that I had. <laughs> just pam, pam, pam. Every question. You wow. just it. Honestly, yeah. it's amazing. When you were talking, um, a first came to me is Luke 8 the 39 and Jesus told this guy return home and describe how much God has done for you I feel like the reason why he allowed you to return back home is so that you were able to speak about it yes, yes, and I feel definitely. like even though at that time you weren't able to speak about like openly about what he's done right, right. the fact that he was able to change your mindset and how right, things right, were happening right. in your mind that was in itself powerful you know and right. I think a lot of the times a lot of the times we allow the enemy to come into our minds and speak to us about certain things and because Definitely, we are in yes. a world the, 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 the enemy can use anything work you know friends yeah. you can use anything relationships to cause you to kind of like backslide or think you know what I can't anymore this is too much for me 
you know so hearing your um testimony really allowed me to also see that even when things are hard for me it's okay because he because he he's here with me you know Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amen. Amen. The scripture that came up to me when you was talking was, "Come to me, all who um heavy laden." I shall. Yes, that came to me too. Yeah. So, I was just like, "Wow, I don't even need anything." I feel like you giving your testimony spoke to me. Mm. That I need to just allow God to just do what He does in His own timing. That you should never give up, and even if you try, even if you want to give up, God will not let you because you haven't finished right. your. Do you know what it is? You haven't fulfilled your purpose yet. Yes. God will allow you to leave because we all. We all have a gift that God has given us. Yes, yes. Spread the word of God. Spread your testimony and bring many to Christ. And I'm just believing God that he will use you during this platform to do that. Mm. Because it's such a part. Listen, when you said that you let go, I was like, okay, listen, listen, listen. That one is. (laughs) I'm telling you, the way that room was set up. was ready to just die. Like, literally, that's how serious, like, like, sometimes the situation may not even be that serious. But the enemy will make you think that it's that bad. But right. look at but look at look at Jesus. They spit on him. They beat him. Mm-hmm. So he was he was humble to the point of that. Literally, it looked like it was all over. But he got up three days later. He did. Oh my gosh! Hallelujah. I'm telling you, victory after death, like victory. Yes. Oh That's my the title as well, you know. And then, like, just if I had to throw in another scripture, um, one of my favorites is Matthew four and four, and it says, "Man shall not live by bread alone, Hallelujah. but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God." Hallelujah. And I've been teaching that revelation for for a minute now. And I've been telling them that if a car needs gas, you need the word. Yeah. If a train needs tracks, you need a word. If a basketball player needs a hoop, you need a word. If cakes need eggs, you need the word. Our bodies were built to survive off the word. So when we feel like we're trying to make it off everything else, we're going to fail. But we should not. He said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. If we don't take this and fuel our faith, if we don't take this and fuel ourselves, we won't have enough to get across the finish line. We won't have enough to get to where we need to be. So I really believe that he gave me an extra dose of the Holy Ghost that day. I really believe that he he filled me with a little bit more. He's like, you know, you were that close, but I was this close to you. You weren't that far from me. So I thank him for that. And another scripture I love, Isaiah chapter 61, verse three. I'm not gonna quote all of it, but one part I love, it says, he give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Sometimes we're going through some situations and they seem very heavy. But if we just praise God, it will release the weight. It will release it from us. And, you know, I think about Paul and Silas being in prison. You know, it wasn't a mental thing, but they were physically in prison. But think about that and relate that to a mental standpoint. Sometimes we're physically bound, mentally bound and going through different situations. But there's not anything you're going through that Jesus can't set you free from. Yeah. Praise God. Can I also ask you a question? Because obviously, yes, you can. You can. Because obviously, a lot of people who are who are hearing this aren't people who actually are in Christ already. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, what advice would you hand to a person who actually isn't in Christ yet, and they're just trying to like find their and way out, and currently they're having like a hard time? Well, like, I would say. Well, the first thing I would say, I would say, realize that there is someone that loves you more than your mother loves you, more than your father loves you, more than you love yourself. There was someone that was thinking about you before you were even created. So understand that there, there is a, I guess you would say a, high, a higher power or a higher being in, you know, in their case. And his name is Jesus. And he loves you and he loves you so much that he literally died for you. And not only did he die for you, he poured out his spirit so you can receive the Holy Ghost. And that's the main thing. You can become just like him and you can receive his spirit. And when you receive his spirit, you have the power to go through any situation and circumstance. You can be in the fire and not get burned. 
Mm. You can be in the water and not drown. So literally, if you just submit to the higher power that's above you, if you just submit to God and you just resist the devil, he will flee. Mm -hmm. And if you submit to God and just trust, like you just have to know that, and this goes for those that are saved and those that are not saved, just trust that everything works for the good. If you just trust that, it's going to work for the good somehow. And I'm a firm believer that if, if you realize that everything works for the good, after a while, you're going to get led to that place that started all of it. God's going to lead you to him. I feel like, you know, for someone that may not be a, a person of faith, because my father, he's not really a person of faith just yet, but reclaiming him. Just Amen. yet. But, um, but I believe that sometimes God will put people in your path and he'll put uh, situations in your path that will lead you to saying, somebody's looking out for me. Somebody, something has happened. You know, somebody may say it's the universe. Somebody may say it's nature. But at the end of the day, it's Jesus. And I really believe that God will put down, it's like saying, for example, you're on a nature trail and you're hunting or something like that. And people have the little puzzle pieces just leading you right there. You know, you may not see how all the dots connect, but once he connects all the dots, you'll see that it was only Jesus at the end, whether it's in the beginning of your life, later on in the, in the latter part or wherever, I do believe that everyone's going to get a chance to see that it is Jesus. That's the reason for them being there. Amen. And I also wanted to ask, how were you able to, to come to a point where you are on fire for God. So what I would say about that is, it's going to always go back to prayer. I'm going to always go back to prayer because literally prayer and fasting. He says some things come through fasting and praying. And my uncle, um, Bishop Holmes, he always tells us, if you, fa if you don't fast, you won't last. And if you don't pray, you won't stay. So he said, <laughs> you should always fast and always pray. And so I'm going to tell you guys a little secret that I use sometimes to keep the fire burning. And so I always use three. I'll usually go like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I will go on a fast, you know, my time from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Now, I'm not saying you have to fast that long, but I'm saying if you're able just to fit in a fast throughout your week, like a really serious fast, you know, I, when, I, when I fast, I literally deactivate my social media. Like I take off everything that is from the world that could distract me. So I don't want any social media. I don't want any food. I don't want any TV. Sometimes I cut the TV off. And if I feel tempted to watch TV, I would take the TV out of my room and put it in the living wow. room. Like, that's just me. <laughs> like, I really want to be that dedicated to God. Like, literally, I would take my time to get in the word. And like, if I do keep the TV, you know, I'll keep like a, some music playing or something like that. But the thing I would say to do is to fast and pray and to get yourself in a place where all you want to do is hear from God. And one thing about it, we all want breakthroughs. We all want miracles. We want joy. We want peace. We want love. We want all these things. And all these things that we desire, all these things that we want, you can't buy joy in a store. You can't buy peace in a store. You can't buy love in a box. You can't buy these things. So all these things that I'm, I'm speaking of, they're, they're fruits of the spirit. They're the fruit of the spirit. All these things I'm speaking of, they are from heaven. They're not earthly things. They're heavenly things. So what's the access code to heaven? It's Jesus. So if we call on his name, we can access all those things we need. So in our church, we believe in tarrying for the Holy Ghost. Tarrying meaning calling on his name and just waiting on him. So I really believe that if you take out the time just to get on your knees and you may not know what to say, you may not know what to pray, but the spirit will make intercession for you. And if you just cry out and just say Jesus, you know, if you say his name, it covers everything. If I just say Jesus, 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 thank you, Lord. Jesus, just begin to cry out with his name. And literally the things that you can't interpret, the spirit is interpreting those things for you. So if you want to stay on fire, fast, pray, and call on his name. And if you do that, I promise you, I guarantee you, if you do it and you just sell out and you just give up and let go of every distraction, if you don't release the weight, you won't elevate. 
So you have to let go of those things that would weigh you down. Let go of those things that would hold, that just would hold you back. You know, if it's someone you're trying to pursue, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, something like that, you know, I'm not against relationships, but you know, don't let it distract you from, from what's important because the main thing is you need more of his spirit and he's willing to refill you and refill you and refill you with so much more. And when he refills you, he's equipping you and he's enabling you for the next level. Cause I believe there's levels in the Holy ghost. I believe God will take you up higher and higher and higher and higher. And we want to go higher. We don't want to go lower. We want to go higher and deeper in God. So I believe if you fast pray and call on his name, he will give you the blessing you need to take you up higher. Amen. Amen. Thank you Amen. so much, Quez. Thank you so much, Quez, for such a beautiful testimony. You know, you've given us insight. We've never had someone like you before who has gone through this experience. And we're so grateful and honoured that God has kept you so you can send your testimony across the world. I pray that many who has heard this testimony today shall be touched and that they too will understand that they are deeply loved by the by God and that even though they're going through this time, God is able to uplift them and take them out of this situation. Amen. Remember, God loves you. Amen. He does. Now, as a result of this wonderful testimony, we were led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. To create this thing called Pray With Us. Now, Pray With Us is a new thing that we've now introduced to enable people around the world to come on our prayer line to pray with us, to break those chains, to get victory over their situation. We know that sometimes it's hard to pray on your own. Yeah. The Bible says where, where two or three are gathered, two or more are gathered, that's where he is. Amen. So our aim here for Pray With Us is to break those chains. Like anything that, that you're currently going through, well, whatever the enemy has placed into your life, we will pray about it and we will yeah. remove that in the mighty name of Jesus, okay? Amen. So if you are interested, we, if we are starting on the 4th of October at 10pm and it's it will be occurring every Sunday from the 4th of October. Now, we are aware that 10 p.m. might be a bit, a bit too late. So it's 10 p.m. GMT time. So if any of you think that 10 p.m. is too late, drop us an email, you know, DM us on Instagram. Let us know if you if you are interested in being part of this group with us. Let us know and we'll change the time according to your need. So mainly it's for an hour, but you don't have to stay for the whole hour. It could be for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, but we've enabled us to have an hour slot to make sure that those who can't come at the start can come halfway through or at the end. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So if you guys also do have a um, prayer request, we will have more information on our Instagram on how you're able to submit a prayer request and how you're able to um, join this wonderful ordeal. If you are tuning in for the first time, our Instagram name is at his.w.org. And if you are aware of our incredible website, it's www.hisword.uk. If you guys have any queries or anything like that, please do not hesitate to contact us. If you have any testimonies, again, we are happy to hear them and we're happy to share them. Guys, if, you, if you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share with all your friends, all your families and save a person's life. Yeah? Amen. Now this ends this episode and we want to thank you for tuning in. And guys, please remember, his word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hello, his word is God's word.